You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I ran in that coach in back <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. It's always a good morning if you are waking up. It's always a good morning if you are above ground. And today is another day. So, you know, it's it's a little rainy outside, man. But the one thing you got to do, you got to find the beauty in the rain. Ain't that right, Joe? Absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. Now, now that I know that you're rocking with me, first let me introduce myself. Yes, this is the Martin Houston Show. Um, but, you know, consider me the backup quarterback. I'm your host for the rest of the week as I've been, pre, you know, for all week. Been here all week in case you haven't been. And if you haven't been here, why you tripping, man? You, you BSing around. Let's let's come on, man. Come on, get your education. Come on, chill with your boy. I'm Josh, CEO Josh underscore on all social medias. And I, um, you know, I'm just rocking with it. You know, consider me now. We rocking the uh, we rocking the double tandem. So today I feel like LeBron James to my Anthony that you know my Anthony Davis in the booth. I'm feeling like Tom Brady to Rob Gronkowski. You know, hey, introduce yourself, man. Oh, I'll take Anthony Davis all day for sure. <laughs> yes, sir. I know you love it from the shot. You know he he coming live from the shot, right? Yeah, but he's a traitor. He you know he likes the team up north, uh, not ah, Chicago. So uh, here you go. Okay, okay. So we gonna start it like that this morning. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Now today, man, it, we got a jam packed show today, man. I came in. It's almost it's almost if you've ever been to church and the pastor has a lot of things to say. It's a lot of things simmering on the spirit. I got a lot of things simmering on my spirit. I got opinions, I'm, and I hope y'all got opinions because y'all can make sure y'all come through. And you know what I'm saying? Come through with the calls and chill with the brother, right? So I was going to talk about Alabama basketball because that was Lake Martin's request, but we're going to get to that in the next segment. I want to talk a little bit of NFL, man, because it seemed like the tide is shifting, no pun intended. You know, we got a lot going on here. Now, um, If you're unless you've been living on the rock or you're not following the NFL, you got to be aware of what's going on, man. So I'm going to break it down to you. So apparently Russell Wilson, is is uh, he's a little bit of frustrated, man. I think we all get a little frustrated at a job sometimes. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, uh, man, hey, a job is a job, right? But apparently he's frustrated with the offensive line play that's been going on with the Seattle Seahawks. He's been uh, fairly probably pissed off for a fairly long time, man, considering he's been sacked, what, 400 times in the last eight years, which is the most – in the NFL AFL since the NFL AFL merger. So man, Joe, what's what's your thoughts on this, man? Well, I mean, he's right to be frustrated because he 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 drops back all the time and he's running for his life. And he's uh one of the top probably top three quarterbacks in the league, top five quarterbacks in the league. He's right to be frustrated. They gotta give him some more help up there. And the crazy thing about it is it's so parallel, and I'm not saying he's gonna request out, which I think is gonna happen, but we all know Russ as the politically correct he made a he made a career out of saying a whole bunch of nothing, right? He's one of those guys. Like no matter how famous he is, if he tried to get an interview on him, like nah, you can't do that, brother, because you got to keep it one hundred. I need answers. I don't need the politically correct. I don't need the uh the PC team. And now he finally expressing himself, and now it's starting to uh you know raise some eyebrows, right? So I was doing some film study and some research, right? And I looked at it and I said, you know what? Seattle haven't had an offensive line since they won the Super Bowl, right? But since they won the Super Bowl, there was one major difference. They had Marshawn Lynch in that backfield, who at the time was a top five, top three running back, right? And then also they had the Legion of Boom that included Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, uh, Bobby Wagner, K.J. Wright. And the thing about it was Russell Wilson was more so of a, um, how can I say, not Tom Brady-esque, but 
very uh, and I'm not calling Tom Brady a system quarterback, but we got to call a spade a spade. He operates within a lot of check downs, playing it safe, not turning over the ball, making sure you're putting yourself in a complimentary football situation so your defense don't got to, def- you know, doesn't have to defend a short field. And a lot of things that were going on with Russell Wilson when he won the Super Bowl was he was just checking the ball down, making crucial plays on third down, being smart with the ball, right? So the the mantra of the Seattle Seahawks fan base is let Russ cook, you know? Sometimes you go in there, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like, well, you know, it's a little, how can I say? It's, it's like a buffet. You don't know what you can get, man. I, in the early in the season, man, the way that Russ was cooking, we, we was considering, is he the best quarterback in the league? Is he better than Pat? Is this the year that he finally eclipsed Patrick Mahomes? Because early in the year, man, he was cooking. I'm talking about anything you want. Flamet Mignon, nice ribeye steak. Man, I man, I messed around one of them Sundays. I came in there. He was cooking some pork chops, macaroni and cheese, collard greens, all kind of things that you want, right? But then later on in the season, that's when things got real, right? So I noticed that the uh, fault within um, Russell, not even within his logic, but there's a lot of things that uh, that has to be said because we got to contextualize everything, right? So when we put it in the, in the framework of he is a mobile quarterback, sometimes he holds the ball a lot longer than he should trying to make the play. And on top of that, he runs himself into a lot of sacks. How do you feel about the comments, Joe? About being frustrated with, with the team? Yeah, and with, with the facts I just presented to you. I mean, I think he's in the right. I, I think that he's a top – Really, top three, top five quarterback in in the league, and they've got him good good wide receivers. I mean, DK, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are, are you know two pretty good wide receivers. You can't ask for too much more, really. Uh, but but the, you're right about not having Marshawn Lynch and that being like basically the difference is they don't have a very strong running game outside, right. uh, and, and so that allows defenses to just pin their ears back and rush the quarterback pretty much the whole game. Uh, I mean, I like Chris Carson. He's a good running back, but he's not Marshawn Lynch. Uh, I, I think I think Chris Carson's a, a fine running back, but uh, I think Seattle drafted a guard out of LSU last year in the third round or so, and I think I don't know when the last t- time they drafted. I mean, they they drafted Jermaine Fetty, who ended up being a terrible offensive lineman. Uh, they, they they just don't have they just don't have the offensive line uh, to 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 really stand up and run the ball on teams, which will take pressure off Russell Wilson and in turn they they, they struggle protecting him so uh, pretty much all the pressure is on Russell Wilson to make the offense happen and if he's if he's uh, slowed down or if he's shut down then they end up having problems as you saw in the playoffs with the with, with the Rams and, and several different times uh, uh, towards the latter half of the season and the thing and the here's the comp the the complexity of the situation is so odd is because just like Deshaun Watson he recently signed an extension you know, uh, he also it isn't very uh, keen on the talent that's around him, or at least in front of him, right? And the only reason I wanted to bring up the stats and the only reason I wanted to bring up the uh, the him holding the ball and stuff like that was because I want to make sure that I'm being fair. Because usually I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm pro player. You know, I used to be a player back in the day, player, player, you know, macaroni and cheese. But, you know, um, <laughs> I got. I want to make sure that if we're assessing blame, that it goes equal parts. So back to when I was saying, man, early in the season, my man Russell Wilson was just, I'm talking about anything you want, let Russ cook. He was cooking it. I'm going to give you some stats. Week one versus Atlanta, 88% completion percentage on 35 passes, 322 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Then New England, he has 75% completion percentage, 21 for 28, 288 yards, five touchdowns, and one interception, right? So then we get to week three which he demolished my Cowboys, which everybody demolished my Cowboys. But still, it was a six, 27 for 40, 315, another five tubs, right? And then we get back to week four when they played Miami, who was almost a playoff team, 24 for 34, excuse me, 360 yards, two touchdowns, one interception with 112 quarterback rate. But here it lies the problem, man. When the tough guy going and the the uh like you said the defense would realize man we can pin our ear back and we can put some pressure on this guy and then on if you notice on film there was a lot of fabricated blitz schemes meaning that they're sending ghosts essentially they're showing pressure and then they're dropping a lot back and it's forcing him off of his original read which means he has to hold the ball longer so in the Arizona game week seven three hundred eighty eight yards sixty six percent completion percentage 30, 33 for fifty. But he had th- three touchdowns and three interceptions. 
Then you go to the L.A. Rams in week 10, which which is when I noticed it all was going downhill. Um, 248 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions, right? So it, it's so much to – it's so much going on, man, and 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 like I said in the um, previous episodes, man, it's a quarterback carousel going on, man. You got Deshaun Watson wanting to get up out of there. Russell Wilson seemed like he planted the seeds to get up out of there. So we gotta, we gotta, uh, and and even my boy Dak Prescott, man, they uh they didn't even include my man in the hype video. So Tom, I want to get to your call, man. You the first brother to come through on the Takakasa Hotline. I gotta see what's going on, man. How you doing this morning, brother? I'm good, Josh. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I tell you, this show done got me hooked like bold and beautiful. Come on. <laughs> I like that. I like that. We might hey, use you uh, in a commercial, brother. Yeah. Uh, listen to this. Let me let me run this by you, and mm-hmm. I want to see what you think. These quarterbacks are, are super competitive, especially Russell Wilson. Right. He's, a, he's an ultimate competitor. Right. And uh, they look around. They see Brady go down there to Tampa Bay and uh, – and they see him start calling some shots on personnel. Uh, you know, he was responsible for getting some uh, some really good pieces uh, that fits in uh, Tampa Bay's offense. Mm-hmm. And they're looking around. And they say, hey, you know what? We've been in the league for several years. We know some stuff, too, based on experience. And I, I think you're starting to see them speak up about uh, issues that they think need to be dealt with with uh, personnel. And uh, I, I think Tom Brady's opened up a new era for uh, leaders on a team to speak up about personnel. Good point. Good point, man. And I think what's going on, too, of course, Tom Brady's very influential, but also we look at the fact how the NBA has shown that as a yeah, player, you can use your one. power and you can use your leverage to get you, – you can be in control of your career, right? So right. when I look at somebody like LeBron James, who was, the, in my opinion, the sacrificial land for all these guys in any sport, when he decided to go to the Miami Heat, and I ain't going to lie, I was one of the people that didn't like But then, of course, I'm a, I'm a Kobe Lakers fan. So, hey, man. It, I, Me I, too. I, I could, hey, Steve, I knew there was something about you that I always liked. <laughs> I knew it, it, it just it was an inkling, well, and I knew Kobe it. Kobe started it. You know, he was like, hey, Jack, don't want to work. We need to, we he, need to get somebody He got to get on about it here. For sure. He got to get on up out of here. And he started it, too, because people don't realize he was going to originally get traded to Chicago. Like, he, he was hell-bent on getting to Chicago because at one point in time, his second-best player was Kwame Brown, uh, uh, Smush Parker, you know, and he was averaging 35, 6-6 six and six in the 06 season. And then he averaged 30 the season prior. But to parallel that back to these guys, at the root of it all, I think it's fundamentally um, – it makes sense to make sure that the guy that is the face of your franchise has some say in the personnel decision. This is one of the reasons why Deshaun Watson want to leave. This is the reason why Russell Wilson is uh, has is getting some trouble. You know, is giving you static. And of course, Tom Brady was telling Bill Belichick, "Hold on now, you might be the greatest coach, but I'm the one that got to throw the ball." And at the end of the day, if if the uh, if the pieces aren't there, they're gonna look at me for the wins and losses. They're not gonna say nothing about Bill Belichick. It's my legacy on the line, so I'm gonna take full control of what's going on. So I want. Go ahead and uh, tell me what you think of that. No, I, I agree with that 100%. I'm on that page. And uh, uh, you're right. I, I think about another example was, uh, as far as football is concerned, Bill Parcell, uh, you know, in the back in the day, the front office, they'd draft these people, and uh, they'd come to the team, and they'd tell the coach, you know, make a team out of it. And, uh, he got around there and go and say, you know what, if I got to do the cooking, I you got to let me do some of the shopping. Right. And, uh, and uh, and so that that kind of went along there, but uh, now you see in players uh, that have clout. Uh, Russell Wilson, in my book, has clout uh, with Seattle, and you seeing them be outspoken about what what direction they think they need to go. They're the ones that's doing it, and that's what gives it validity. Right. Because anyway, good subject. I just thought I'd throw that in and see what you thought. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, you you definitely are on point, and like I was saying, um, it, like you said, it gives validity to somebody that's uh out there on that field, man, because they're the ones that got. It's easy. It's easy to be the guy in the press box and and judging the game and analyzing it when the fastball ain't coming at you. 
It's easy. I, hey man, I promise you, it's so it's so easy. I'm I got I'm kicked back with my feet up on the table. I'm chilling, just scrolling on my computer. But I ain't the one that's out there that got to face these right. three hundred pound linemen. I don't got to see Aaron Donald on a two week on uh, in two weeks in the season. You get what I'm saying? So exactly. I, the, um, hey man, like like my mom used to tell me, boy, you better get right or get left. And these owners and these GMs, they better start thinking quick, man, because yeah. if the place is so horrible, I'm not willing to get paid hundreds of millions of dollars to stay there. There is a systemic issue within your franchise. But before you go, man, I want you to get your last words in, man, because you gave me a great call. Well, I just thought I thought it was a great subject and very timely with uh, with the uh, power that had been granted to Tom Brady mm-hmm. uh, in in Tampa Bay, and then Russell comes out and uh, he's got some say. And I thought it was interesting. it'll be interesting to see how how this particular thing goes and how much control. Uh, they allow a guy that actually goes out there and does it. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 man. Uh, okay, Josh, thanks. I love the show. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for your time. So, man, we got a uh, we got a lot going on today, man. It's 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 some uh, it's some some muddy waters, as my mama would say. You know, it's a lot of things that we got to get to the bottom of. But first and foremost, man. That repo man is even even in the rain. He out there looking at my car a little funny. I know I ain't paid that car no, so we're going to be right back after I pay this bill. But make sure y'all stay tuned in to Tide 100.9. I'll be right back. Tide 100.9 traffic. In the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, it's a nasty Thursday morning. We have a wreck on 2059 already eastbound at exit 97. Minor delays. Watch out for standing water on the roadways. And if you see conditions, give us a call. You can get a sweetheart of a deal right now at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Periods of rain likely today, maybe a thunderstorm in spots, the high at 60. For tonight and tomorrow, cloudy and colder with light rain at times. Below tonight, 41, the high tomorrow, 48. Saturday, rain during the morning, clouds linger through the afternoon, the high 45. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business through strong Strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Right when the beat drop, because that's when I come through, baby. Now, Joe is always in his bag. BJ Joe. Man, tell me what you know about that. Man, I ain't know you was going to bring it back like that, man. Tell me what you know about that, man. I only know this song from the Nick Saban dance. <laughs> my man, my man, my man. You know what I'm saying? We we, we, we keeping the energy high on the show, man. I want to welcome you again to the Martin Houston Show, where um, I am the back of quarterback, Joshua White, also known as CEO Josh underscore on all social medias. And, uh, you know, like I said, man, the back of quarterback, we running things, man. I got to keep that energy high. I got to give the people what they want, man. Um, you know, also known as your favorite intern, known as the people's champ. But I can't be the people's champ if y'all don't dial that number up, man. The Takakasa Hotline, 205-342-9904. I will repeat it again. The Takakasa Hotline is wide open. Get them phone lines lit, 205-342-9904. Feel free to come down to the couch, chop it up with a brother, man. Anything you want. This is a democracy here, man. Let your voice your voice be heard, man. You dig what I'm saying? So we were, Tom brought up an eloquent point last segment about how he feels that Tom Brady has been influential in these quarterbacks seeking trade, uh, seeking not even trade requests, but seeking to put themselves in a position and not allowing the general managers to put themselves in a position to win a Super Bowl, man. And a question that popped up in my mind is like, hmm, how influential could it possibly be in just one season? And then breaking news, I'm not sure if y'all realize this, but recently, uh, as far as 13 hours ago, when everybody was asleep, the Orlando uh, Brown, who was a Pro Bowl right tackle for the uh, Baltimore Ravens, he requested a trade because he wants to play left tackle, and he wants to get paid like a left tackle too, right? 
So now it's just it's crazy just to see how the landscape of the league can change and how people um it's just like I said a carousel not even with the quarterback position but in almost in two of the most important positions on the offensive side of the ball man and we didn't even get to the Carson Wentz stuff because that's all that's a whole another you know what I'm saying a whole another thing so the question I want to ask y'all man is is not only is how influential is Tom Brady within the sport but also are we feeling this player movement? And self player movement when they you know when they dictate where they want to go and things of that nature. Joe, tell me what you think, man. I I, I think it's uh you know I, I I think it's great for the league. Well, on one hand, I think it's great for the league because because it gives okay you you got a guy like me who's a Chicago Bears fan and I see I see Deshaun Watson ask for a trade. I see Orlando Brown ask for a trade. I know Dak Prescott is unhappy and maybe he he'll be a free agent. So like it gives. Uh, it gives fans of of teams that are honestly uh, mediocre, or, you know, that are not that are not the tip top teams, gives them hope. Because la- I mean, last year, think about it: the the Bucks went seven and nine. The Bucks went seven and nine, missed the playoffs, losing record. Right. And what what do they do? What do they do? They, they convinced Tom Brady to make the make the trip down south, and then all of a sudden, more players want to show up, and boom, they're Super Bowl champions. Now they only went what ten and six, or uh, I think they were ten and six, maybe eleven and five uh, in the regular season right. so it wasn't that huge of a turnaround in the regular season but it's just the fact that you can bring in talent left and right so i'm, I, I'm seeing the player movement you know on, on, on one if it happens to my team you know <laughs> last night yesterday david montgomery for the bears tweeted out about how he, he he's loved playing in chicago now he put it in past tense so everybody freaked out everybody went on twitter and right. freaked out are you leaving are you leaving are you leaving and he was like oh no i didn't mean it that way i'm just kind of reflecting i'm just you know enjoying my time in chicago and so like when it happens to my team oh i don't like it because i want everybody to stay i want them to stay on my team but when i see it happen happening at other teams like with the texans and, and with the ravens and I, i'm like I, oh I, I love it burn those cities down and bring all the talent to chicago right. Yeah. Man, right right and the crazy thing is man everybody love everybody love football because it's the ultimate team sport right Everybody loves football because at that one moment of time for three hours on Sunday, there are 11 men that become one, right? And we all are going towards a collective goal. We all are trying to get towards that chip, right? But people often forget this team-first mentality is nothing but rat poison. Tell me if you got that high key, that rat poison high key, man, because if I say it, I think this statement sounds better when he says it, right? Because it's nothing but rat poison, right? Because if we sit up here and we analyze it for what it is, the most important play, the most important part of this, these teams are the GMs, the GMs and the owners, right? They make rat the rat poison exactly. They make the they make the decisions, right? They make the personnel choices. They choose the coaches, right? And for years and years and years, they have per, they have used the media to permeate this old school team first. He's a distraction. Oh, this that. And nobody want to hear that. At the end of the day, it's on you to if you want to win a Super Bowl, right? Because if we look at somebody, if we look at a team like my Dallas Cowboys, we are a perpetual eight and eight team, right? We sat up there and, and fell for the rat poison of this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year. Every year was supposed to be the year, but we got we got to call a spade a spade. Jerry Jones, if you look, man, it. It gets to the point where this, man, if you are 80 plus years old, no ageism, brother, we need to, we, every year you need to be taking a test. You, I need you to take your eye test. I need you to take your hearing test. Cause what I'm seeing on the field and what you're seeing on the field is totally different. Cause there's no reason as to why Tony Romo got paid and we still got Dak Prescott who got the same amount of wins, better passing yards, better passing touchdown to interception ratio, beat better opponents. And he's still waiting on the contract and you wait till we snap his leg and have to say, Oh, well, he's our guy. Right. And I say all that to say this, the owners got to be on the owners. And this is the reason why I think Tom Brady facilitating this player movement and um, the self-dictated movement is crucial because we got to hold these owners and these GMs accountable. You can't no longer just be a mediocre team and think people going to want to stay with you, right? You look at somebody like Bill O'Brien and I, hey man, hopefully you don't get, uh, well, I don't care. It is what it is, man. I know you're the offensive coordinator and I think you do a good job as an offensive coordinator, but as a GM, you got a lot of things to answer for, buddy. Um, There is no way in the world that you are so arrogant that you think that you can trade D. Hopkins one of the premier, arguably the best receiver in the game, because you think you think you that guy. You you think you Nick Saban. Uh, you think you can just, uh, all these guys can go, I can figure it out. And then that's why you end up getting fired within four games of the season. You got to have common sense. You got to have accountability. You got to have ownership, right? If you're going to be the owner, be, be the owner. 
But don't sit up here and get mad when these guys want to leave when you're not doing your job, right? It's the superiority complex that's going on here, man. And it's the, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing with um any franchise, especially the Texans. It's like what, what, what you keep on hiring people from the same tree that's bearing no fruit. The same branch that's bearing no fruit. Just because he studied under Bill Belichick don't mean he worth anything, man. Don't mean he can curse her for nothing. Come on, man. It it, it gets tiring because, you know, everybody going to be on Twitter trolling. Oh, these guys are traitors. These guys guys aren't ready. I don't want to hear all that, man. Say that to the owner. The owner is the people putting the the things together. And that's why I think Russell Wilson, he's making a legacy move because he realized it don't matter about me being a nice guy. It don't matter about me being a, a, a good guy in the community. People are going to judge me whether or not I get back to that Super Bowl, right? You know, and it's, it, and it's, you know, it's inherently it's on me because don't nobody going to sit up here and blame the owner. You don't even know the owner name, right? This is the, I mean, come on, man. We just, we got to, we got to, we got to renew this mindset, man. So we got to get it together. But excuse my, uh, me being on a soapbox, man. Y'all can still tap in on that Taco Casa hotline at 205-342-9904. Um, you know, come through, chill with me, come through, engage with me, come through, man. We just going to chop it up. You know, you know how we do it. You know how we do it. The only rule is to keep it 100. Now, being that, uh, you know, it's always some bills to pay, you know, it's getting a little dim in here. I know y'all heard the lightning, but it was a little dim before the lightning. So that probably mean that bill need to get paid. So what's going to happen is we're going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to get back to you after the break. Y'all stay tuned in to Tower 100.9 because that's where you need to be. That's the only place to be this early in the morning, right? And I'm going to make sure I get back to you with the rest of my commentary. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, it's a nasty Thursday morning and we have a wreck on 2059 already eastbound at exit 97. Minor delays. And we also have a wreck on 82 westbound at Mount Olive Road with delays. Please slow down and drive carefully. You can get a sweetheart of a deal today at your hometown Nissan dealer. Towns of Nissan of Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's never too early to start, and it's never too late to finish. And I'm glad that you're here, because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, you're here kicking it on the Martin Houston Show. You know, presented to you by Takakasa, you know, 
Me Casa Su Casa. You know, tell them, go there, get you a nice little burrito, get you some sweet tea. Tell them Josh sent you. I'm sure they know who I am by now. Get you a little discount, brother. So, you know, uh, feel free to hit me up on the Takakasa Hotline, 205-342-9904. Come have a conversation. Come be a star. This is a democracy. We want to hear your voice, right? So we were just talking about the uh, the the self-facilitated player movement in the NFL, man, and it's, it's capturing a lot of eyes. And uh, we got we got my unofficial official co-host in the building. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, but come on, man. You're making me follow the Mick again. Ah. I tell you, I appreciate it. <laughs> Listen, he's, he's right on. And I want to take it. I want to ask you if you think when you hit on the general manager, we got to hold these guys responsible. I think that's where it's at. I don't think the players have as much a beef against the head coach as they do the GMs. And, and all these GMs, they, their families bought these franchises for mm-hmm. – $3,000 back in the 30s and the 40s, and so they've just been grandfathered in, been rich their whole lives, never had to study, never had to really pay attention to what football was about, but they're controlling the reins. Tell me if this is an idea. I believe our beloved Crimson Tide is the great beneficiary of exactly what you're talking about. Nick Saban is sitting down there in Miami. I heard that he wanted um, Drew Brees real bad, and mm-hmm. The Dolphins' uh, upper office came up with uh, medical things and stuff like that. Well, the Saints got past all that, but Saban didn't get, didn't get who he wants. And I think that happened to a couple of other uh, situations with him down there in Miami. What do you think? I, man, I think and the coaches got to have some power, too, because at the end of the day, man, they just as competitive as the players. If you, if exactly. You, you know, they, they really got that desire. Like, I remember I was watching – um. I was watching this Devontae Smith interview on college football, uh, on college football live, and he was saying Nick Saban tell telling him every day, "Oh, now I can guard you now. I can guard you know. I can still guard. He still has that internal fire. He still has that blaze, right? And I do think that coaches, since they are closer to the game, and a lot of them have experience within the game, they gotta have some kind of power because they know what's going on, right? So of course, exactly. if I, you can't sit up here and give me, um, you can't sit up here and give me stuff on the dollar store and get mad when I give you a plate of noodles and a soda. Now, if you <laughs> Hey man, don't don't play it cheap with me. Now you either like I said, man, you either gonna get left or you gonna get right, man. And um, I really wanna uh, you know, I really think that was a good point on your part. So the uh the beef that these players have is I don't believe it's at all with the, uh, to some maybe with the coaches. I believe their beef is with the upper management, and I don't see how when. When someone controls, has that kind of money and controls that much power, I don't see how we wrest that away from them. What do you think? Because they're in control of the media. Yeah. Because, you know, they can sit up here and uh, leak, they can quote unquote leak information and get out that can negatively have an impact on the player. And then you got to, and then it's like they, they brainwash their local fan base, right, to the point where the team can do no wrong. The team, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter how inept they've been for years. It doesn't matter how mediocre they've been for years. They, the fan base is so enamored and so uh, infatuated with the thought of the team concept that's been pushed through the general manager to keep the pressure off him because he think he's slick, right? Yeah. You know, the fan base is going to turn against the player. Now, You before you know it, it's a million, versus, it's a million people versus the player. You got people online trolling them. You got the ESPN tearing them apart once they get the information. They And, of course, the difference between basketball and football, you can see a basketball player face, and they're some of the biggest stars in the you know in the world. Like, you're not going to have the same problem with uh, – Steph, and Steph Curry wanted to trade. It's not going to be like Deshaun Watson because he's a more recognizable face and he has a bigger platform, being that you see his face all the time. Same thing with LeBron James, you know what I'm saying? But I think they, they really think that they slick, but I think I done, uh, I done learned them today. These, uh, yeah, these general managers are going to have to uh, listen to the coaches uh, and the players more uh, because uh, you're, you're exactly right. The, the, the experience is in that head coach and in those players that have been there and been in this league and know what's going on, that there's never been a chin strap on, on any of the uh, managers that I know of uh, or the owners I'm talking about. Right. Cause you look at even my even my team, you know this is my my ancestry. You know it's my uncle fault. You know I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I, you know I ain't say that with pride, but um, 
I'm, I'm hey man, I got to keep calling spade a spade. You got people like Jerry Jones that are sit up here and perpetual and and will continue after we go eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight. They keep on letting Jason Garrett at the helm. You keep on playing with Dak Prescott, right? You keep you keep on playing with my guy. You overpay Zeke. You overpay Amari Cooper, who who is an Alabama alum. I love him, but sometimes he chooses when and where he wants to compete. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But the guy that's going out there every day on that front line that got to deal with it, that's dealing with the, uh, how can I say, uh, an aging offensive line and taking that pressure and trying to lead you to that chip, you don't want to pay him, but you're paying everybody else that you like. See, it's too you're political, right. man. touch the ball every time. And it's too political, man. But I enjoyed your call, man. But before you go, get your last words in, man, because you always give me a good call. I want to give you some time to shine, brother. Hey, just appreciate the show. Appreciate your uh, energy you're bringing. Uh, I got my fast ears on this morning so I can hear it all, brother. Keep going. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's something that we will do. We will do. Now, this this guy, Joe, cue the music for me if you got it, man, because it's, it's been to get serious. It's fixing to get serious, man, because – this guy that I'm finna let on was was talking a whole lot of uh, jibber jabber, a whole lot of smack. Now that the court is in session, Curtis, Mr. Curtis, how you doing, man? You thought I forgot about you. How you feeling? I, I think you got a little burn in your saddle there this morning. What's going on, man? Nah, you tell me what's going on, man. I seen you on Twitter. You thought you was talking slick. You thought I wasn't gonna see you. And and here's the thing about it, man. We gonna have us a, a, a we gonna reenact Law and Order right now. We finna take it to the courts, man, because it's me. Let's, and let's you. take it to the courts. We taking it first, to the court, baby. Go ahead. Let, let, the first case, your boy Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has never been a winner. He hasn't won anything since he's been in college or high school. What has he won? He's won what, nothing. What did Tony now, Romo? What did Tony Romo win? He got Tony his Romo money. hasn't won anything. That's true. But now, what what level are we at now in football than when Tony Romo played? Can Tony Romo win now compared to Dak Prescott? Probably not. Probably not. But that's just like saying nothing from nothing leaves nothing. So True. why pay nothing because you paid money to this guy in the past? Maybe you learned from your, your mistake in the past. So therefore, you don't want to make that mistake again. The best thing to do with Dak Prescott is send them packing. Just let them go. And Jerry Jones is in this business to make money. Well, he's got the most lucrative franchise, sports franchise, not just football, but sports franchise in the world. There's no incentive for him to have a championship team. He just don't have that fire anymore, I don't think. And also now with Russell Wilson. Yes, Russell Wilson wants more people in front of him on that offensive line. I can understand that. He doesn't have a running game. I can understand that. But also, Russell Wilson is not calling the sets like he should at the quarterback position. A lot of times he gets sacked. It's because of his own fault. You didn't move your protection like you should have moved it. You should have made the read to the hot read like you should in the first in the first two steps back. Didn't do it. So you so you, you the offensive coordinator, huh? You the offensive nah, you, you got you got nah, you got a plan, don't you? I like it. I like hey, keep doing it. I've got a plan because you gotta look at for the standpoint. A lot of times it's not the player. Mm-hmm. It is the offensive coordinator. But it's not just because the offensive coordinator is not calling the right play, but he's also not imparting upon the quarterback to do the right thing. Look, Russell Wilson got all this money, and now everybody looking at him, oh, he won the top paid quarterback to the country. Yes, he is. But he's no smarter than what he was before you gave him that money. He's the same guy. But he's he, gonna here's the thing speed. about it, though. But here's the thing about it. First and foremost, we gotta, I got to get you. I got Because this is the problem with sports. If you're not trying to win, you got to go. You play to win. The, what did my man Tom Hermans teach us, man? You play to win the game, right? I don't care how valuable the franchise is. It can be more lucrative and you can touch more eyes if you're playing in the Super Bowl. Look at the Lakers. The Lakers is one of the most fran- story franchises of all time. You want to know why? Because we win on a consistent basis. When it's time to go get them free agents, we go out and get us a shack. When it's time to keep our stars intact, we go out and resign Kobe. We go out and trade for Paul Gasol. We go out and make sure that everything is predicated on winning because we don't want to dilute the brand. And the problem with Jerry Jones is the money has came before the winning. Now, I agree with you, brother, in that aspect, but we're not going to sit up here and alleviate that pressure from him because he, let's be honest, he's just sorry. And you're saying my guy ain't won nothing. And like I said, I'm not the biggest Dak Prescott fan. Do I think some of his numbers are inflated? Yeah, but hey, look, look at this, man. He's 42 and 27, man. 
Name 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 ten quarterbacks that you want more than Dak Prescott right now. One hundred and six touchdowns to forty interceptions. That means he's taking care of the ball. Ball security is job security, man. And all I'm and saying is winning. this: Yeah, he won. He won as much as Tony Romo. He got paid. But Don't sit up here and give me that, man. Quarterback who didn't do nothing. You what you mean? I can't. He the, the part of a quarterback that didn't do, do nothing got paid, brother. Wait, come on, on quarterback. Well, who you want to put him Curtis, on the same level? Did he get paid? Did he get paid or not? Did he get paid or not? What you mean he didn't do nothing? Deshaun Watson haven't done nothing. They got the same amount of playoff wins. They only won one playoff game. My man only lost to Aaron Rodgers. He only lost to Russell Wilson, brother. They're playing for the same guy, so he's probably not going to get paid. Listen who we lost to. We lost to Russell Wilson. We lost to Russell Wilson. And we lost to Aaron Rodgers. And we should have beat Aaron Rodgers until he got freaky on that field and threw that side on pass like he was Patrick Mahomes. So, look, man. All I'm saying is this. Deshaun Watson won one playoff game. My guy won one playoff game. You know what I'm saying? Deshaun is no better. Whoa, 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 whoa. See, hey, turn Deshaun up the music. Turn no up better. the music. See, If I was an owner of the Texas, I would let Deshaun sit his behind down. And when you decide you want to play, come on. But I'm not going to trade you. Not going to trade you. I got so, you under so you contract. So you're going to let that, gonna let that a locker room rock. You gonna let if he your don't you gonna let your play, fan base ride? Oh, hey, I'm asking you the simple question, brother. Go I'm ahead. gonna let I'm gonna do what you just said that the GM and the and the teams do. We're gonna control the media. We're gonna control the narrative of this situation. Deshaun is gonna tear my my franchise apart. It'll be put out there that Deshaun is the one who decided not to play. That Deshaun is the one who decided to take the money. That Deshaun is the one who decided that he wanted the black quote coach. But then we gave black coach. He still want to sit behind on the sideline. They only I'm gave sorry, him a black. They the only gave him. No, it's not Deshaun. They only gave him that black coach because they tried to mediate his frustration. He had already told them, "I want Eric B. Enemy. Eric B. Enemy is the one behind the creative play calling him and Andy Reid. He want to compete with Patrick Mahomes. He want to be mentioned amongst the name of Patrick Mahomes, the Russell Wilsons, because he want to prove it to everybody. It wasn't Deshaun Watson that traded D Hop. It wasn't Deshaun Watson that traded that left tackle that ended up going to Seattle and protecting Russell Wilson for all them good years. It wasn't nope. Deshaun Watson. And they're traded for that sorry running back that they got. So I don't want to hear it was Deshaun. Deshaun is out there playing. Deshaun is out here leading every. He is lead, no, he is leading the league in statistical categories such as yards, touchdowns. Had one of his best statistical seasons, brother. It's Deshaun that's wins, out there getting hurt. Uh, what stats are for losers? Now, if you want to care, crack stats up a bunch is for of losers. Stats, that's what, great, what is points, stats brother? Stats. How is that? How is that for losers? How is that for losers? The whole point of the whole point of sports is it's called points. Points is a quantitative. Boy, hey, man, listen, brother. Points, points, points is a quantitative data. It's quantitative data to judge who did what and who did when. If stats are for losers, why are we playing hey, the game, brother? If you're not first, you're last. It's that simple. If you're not, the, if you're not winning everybody, the Super Bowl, so everybody cares, loses. So Patrick Mahomes is a loser. Drew Brees Patrick, been a loser for years. Deshaun Watson yeah, is a loser. So everybody losing. Everybody who didn't play with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is This is the second That's time. That's just the way this, it is. That's the reality of the game. I'm and not. Was, wait a minute. 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 So you mean to tell me, just so you can, because the only reason you're saying everybody is loose because you're trying to keep up the point of Dak Prescott. I mean, you're trying to, you're trying to, you're trying to poop on my quarterback. Well, I ain't gonna let you do that, Dak. If you hear this, send me some sneakers. But look. What you need to do, brother, you need to reevaluate yourself because every year you can't win a Super Bowl. The goal is to get to the Super Bowl, right? You're and if you're not even trying watches. to get to the Super Bowl, what are we doing it for? You sit up here, you sit up here defending, you defending, you defending the Jerry Joneses of the world that's putting the game, the money over the game. Dog, you got your money, you got five billion dollars, man. Let's get and us a ring, man. Won't. This is he the same, re- the same the reason why John- Coach Johnson ended up leaving, brother. But you know what, that, man? How many years are you going back? That's all when right. We, now, now, when I go back to when, now that I go back to when we was winning, you got a problem. What you oh, want you me to do? When we was win. we won three oh, Super Bowls back then. Donald now it's a problem. Kennedy, when you were winning, problem. that doesn't matter. We're you you just said winning is the only thing. Wait a minute. Now when I go back to yeah, winning, yeah, and Jerry Jones and Jerry Jones is part of the process of the reason why we didn't win. Now it's a problem. Make up your mind, brother. I know. No, it's not fifty years of where you won. I said I didn't say fifty years. I didn't say fifty years. That's your problem too. You got that selective hearing, brother. It's very simple. Today's football. If you not go, and even back during the time of football first started, if you didn't win a championship game, and today that's the Super Bowl, then I'm sorry. So Jim you Kelly, lost. so Jim Kelly is a loser. Dan Marino is a loser. Drew Brees is been a loser. Every single one of those guys, if he did not win the Super Bowl, Man, I'm sorry, that year you lost. If you you only have one winner in a season, but wins ain't a quarterback one. stat though. Wins not a quarterback. Come one. on, but wins not a quarterback stat though. This is the team game. 
You can throw it's for three hundred yards. You can throw That's for three hundred. You can throw for three hundred yards and you lose though. It's, you can throw for three hundred yards and be the reason you lost. You can throw for three hundred yards and lose by twenty. If you throw for three hundred so more than likely, yards, are you putting your are you putting your team up. in a good position if you're throwing for three hundred yards? Yes or no? Yes or no, you Curtis? Yes or no? Simple question, yards. brother. Simple because question, if you brother. you was losing simple in the game, you threw a lot of yards trying to catch back up. for the rat poison. Yeah, I asked you a simple question. You trying to catch back up? I'm asking you a simple question, brother. You, I don't want to hold you contempt in court. I don't want to hold you contempt in court. Answer my question. Now. <laughs> Who is, is that? Yes or no? All right, is my job as a quarterback, right, is to put my team in a position to win? Yes or no? That's correct. Be, now, if you throw for 300 yards and a couple of touchdowns, are you putting your team in a position to win? Yes or no? No. Oh, man. Hey, look, man. Now look. You hey, is Jalen hurt to lose? Tell you why no is the answer. So, now you wait. Let me tell you why no is the answer. If you're losing... By 10, losing by 15 in the first, in the second, and the third quarter, and the other team now has a comfortable lead on you, and next thing you know, you slinging the ball all over the field, but they let you sling the ball all over the field. But he's not the one all playing defense, defense. Curtis. Like Curtis, he's not, one, he not the one buckling Is his chest up and trying to get to the other quarterback. But you know but what, brother? You put your team in the best position to win. Hey, is Jalen Hurts a loser? Yeah, uh, in my book, when he was at Alabama, he was. That's why he got replaced. Hey man, hey, yeah, I can't do anything with that because well, he walked off the field. He walked off the field in the national championship game with a win, and then the defense let him down. He walked off the field with a win because Tua came in and got it for him. No, no, no. Two years prior, two years prior, two years prior, he walked off with the lead with what a minute left, and the defense let him down. Lost that game, and you know Jalen was the reason we lost that game, man. Look. Because we kept getting our defense on the field for 99 plays because Jalen couldn't convert third down. So by the time but Jalen had a potential game winning, he had a potential game winning touchdown run, and then when Deshaun Watson wasn't down that field, I guess it was Jalen's fault too that, that Deshaun Watson the drove on the so field. Right? Tied, the defense was so tired uh, because they've been on the field uh, all game. So everybody, so, yeah, get, like everybody got an excuses up. at the quarterback. It's cool. You know what, Curtis? I was. I want you to. Reality, this, this was gonna happen. This was gonna happen, brother. This was gonna happen, man. I enjoyed. I enjoyed this debate, man. You get us riled up. You bring energy to the show. But tomorrow, we gonna get you in court because. I had some things for you. Y'all to be glad because I, I thought you, you was going to run from the smoke. I thought you was going to run from that smoke. I thought you was going to run from that smoke, but you came no, through no. and I respect I, you. But I, make I sure know. you come back tomorrow because we're going to take it to court tomorrow again. I got something for you, all right? We'll be looking for you now. You hey, I, I, I'm, you ain't got to look for me, baby. I'm a star. Just t- <laughs> Hey, I'm a star, baby. Turn on the radio. <laughs> but, all right, man. You all have right, a good man. one, bro. God bless you. All right, people. We have... A lot of energy on the show, man. This is one of the good, uh, one of the good callers, man. We, it's nothing wrong with that, nothing personal, no. We just iron sharpening iron. We trying to, you know, old school mind wrestling. But you know, I done ran a little bit over my time, so I'm gonna go ahead and make sure I get to this little bill, bill real quick. You know, we all got bills, so I'm gonna pay them. Make sure you stay tuned in to Tide 100.9. We gonna be right back. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsville Nissan Traffic Center, it's a nasty morning and the wrecks are coming in. 2059 eastbound exit 97, 2059 eastbound exit 79, US 82 westbound at Mount Olive Road. Please slow down and be careful. You can get a sweetheart of a deal today at your hometown dealer, Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. 162 new jobs headed to the Mercedes plant in Vance thanks to a $258,000 grant from the governor's office and $64,000 in matching funds from the Tuscaloosa County Commission. The money will help complete the Schnellecki Logistics Center, which will eventually employ 400. You may have heard a lot of sirens over the last hour or so. Lightning triggered several fire alarms, no reported actual fires. Heavy rain also led to a number of traffic accidents. Keep up with local news on TuscaloosaThread.com. It's free. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles 
but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Right when the beat drop, because that's when I always come through. Man, this this one of my, I love when you play this beat, man. Definitely one of the best beats of all time. Shout out to Dr. Dre. Shout out to Snoop Dogg. Dog, you know, legendary West Coast vibes right there, man. You know, a last segment ran a little bit long because I was dealing with guys, uh, you know, who aren't as educated, a little hard-headed. You know, it's all good. But, you know, sometimes you got to be a teacher. You know, I'm an overall hustler. Sometimes I'm hosting radio shows. Sometimes I'm back there on the board. Sometimes I'm teaching. You know, and hey, man. He can come down and get the smoke anytime he wanted, right? So, man, we have around three or two minutes left, and everything's been good. We talked about a, uh, uh, an assortment of topics, giving you different perspectives and how different people think. But we got to get serious on the last note because I don't want to only entertain you. I want to give you something to think about. So recently, Mark Cuban has um, had – well, recently, he has not been playing the uh, National Anthem of the Star-Spangled Banner and, and before the home games in the Dallas uh, Mavericks arena, right? And when this was found out, the NBA took the steps to say that it is part of the uh, the process of an NBA game is to play the Star Spangled Banner. But the only issue with that is the NBA says that Black Lives Matter, which they do, all lives, but Black Lives Matter, we just have to say it because we know the systemic racism when it comes to uh, socioeconomic policies, when it comes to the politics, when it comes to finances, when it comes to moving, everything that you, everywhere that you go, you got to deal with racism as a black man, right? So I want to leave with, I want to leave you with a thing today, man. The Star Spangled Banner has these lyrics in its song. No refuge can save the hairling and slave from the terror flight of the gloom of the grave. Now, if you think that's acceptable and you think that's unity, I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, I'm just going to leave you with that and let you ponder on that for the rest of the day. Y'all can catch me tomorrow. I'm thankful to be here, man. I'm going to shout myself out at CEO Josh underscore. Y'all can hit me up Instagram, Twitter. Send all the smoke, send all your debates, man. Y'all make sure y'all have a good day. And y'all be easy, man. Until next time. A celebration, the last one.